The Dental Download Podcast is your source for insight into dental school, conversations with dentists, specialists, and leaders in the industry. With new episodes every Monday morning, I'm your host, Haley Schultz. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. My name is Haley, and I am your host. I'm a second-year dental student at the University of Michigan School of Dentistry, if you're new here. And our episodes vary from solo episodes, just me sharing my experiences at dental school or any tips for pre-dental students, as well as bringing on lots of guests from all areas of dentistry, whether they're practicing dentists or have some insight into the business aspect of dentistry. And today, we have another guest. So this guest is the CEO and founder of Dental Stores. His name is Tom, and we have a really great conversation about the future of dentistry, the outlook of dentistry with the world becoming more and more digital, liking to do more and more things online. So I'm not going to spoil too much of what we're going to talk about. I just wanted to do my quick, typical weekly intro, just catching you up on what's been going on in dental school in my life. So this past week, we finished up classes and we have the first week of July when you're listening to this off as a break, which is so nice. I didn't have too many in-person activities last week, so I was able to kind of give myself a week and a half break, which is even better. We're kind of transitioning into new classes, like I mentioned in last week's episode, but not too much to say other than the fact that I'm relaxing and enjoying this week off with family and friends, spending lots of time on the lake, and just getting excited for another summer in Ann Arbor, finally getting to explore all of the art festivals, farmer's market, other summer festivals, restaurants, bars, just really getting to fully experience Ann Arbor now that everything is opening up and things are a bit more safe. So I'm really looking forward to the summer and finishing up the rest of my classes. After this week break, we'll have finals around the 10th, I think, of August for that week. And then I'll have a couple weeks off and we'll start up again at the end of August for my D2 fall semester. But that's pretty much all the updates I had for this week. Next week, you can look forward to an episode that is just me and I'm going to be talking about why dentistry, my personal why dentistry, and I'll possibly bring in some opinions of other dental students and dentists that I connect with on Instagram. We'll kind of see how it all just ends up flowing together, but I hope you're all looking forward to that episode. And without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. All right. Hi, everyone. So we have another guest here today, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about what they do. Hi, Haley. Thanks for having me. Um, uh, my name is Tom uh, Camarada. I am the uh, founder and CEO of DentalStores.com. And uh, what we do is we help dentists offer their own uh, e-commerce store to patients so they could you know, offer products to their patients. Um, as well as help dentists offer membership plans and services to their patients uh, through that same uh, conduit. Yeah, so I, that's awesome. I heard about this and I was so curious and I have a lot of questions about how that can kind of implement into the practices. Like I told you, we have a lot of dental students that listen and are kind of envisioning what their practice is going to look like. So I'd love to hear more about what you all do, I guess, for starters, can you talk about how dental stores can benefit the patients at the practice? So uh, for sure, there's two ways that that could happen. Um, first, if you just look at the, the, the most basic example of it, just products alone, having access to products that you know are legitimate, 
um, sourced legitimately, not through these third-party markets that you never know what you're going to get. Um, you look at places like um, like Amazon, for example. Not, you know, they're a fantastic company, but they can't even prevent all the random items that just come with a Oral B logo on it that you could literally just rub it off with your finger. You'd be surprised at, at the, t- the rampant type of, of fraudulent products that are out there. But basically, patients could get the right products um, that are sourced uh, correctly, uh, that are legitimate, authentic, and that uh, they're they're correct for them. But also, um, you know, that they can't even find elsewhere as well too. Like there are some products on there that, you know, uh, that aren't just, aren't carried on Amazon and aren't carried on CVS and different places like that. So just in that, in, in and of itself, when you look at what has happened in the last year alone, how so much has migrated online in terms of how people are getting their products and their stuff for home care, um, you know, this is, this is right in line with that, right? So you're going to be a part of that. That's how, you know, the patient's are appreciative of the fact that they could order products that you recommend at the office online. So that's the one component of it. Now, when you look at the second component of it, uh, which is the membership plan component, which is the part you were kind of curious about, um, that really helps Bennett, uh, helps patients who are underinsured, like basically do not have insurance, right? And you're going to find out there when you get out there into the real world of practicing dentistry, a good chunk of your patients are not going to have insurance. Um, it's just a different, it's a different type of animal than medical insurance. Um, and then when you, when you find out what dental insurance covers, you know, uh, some patients are always surprised that that only covers like 1500 minimum, like, or maximums and things like that. So there's a lot of things that it won't cover that where this actually makes more sense than dental insurance. But, but think of it in a way, of like, if you're, it's your kind of alternative to, to insurance, you know, uh, you're offering your patients who do not have insurance as an alternative. And, uh, essentially patients could get, you know, two cleans, two exams necessary x-rays plus like you know discounts on all other types of treatments like 20 percent discount on whitening or 20 percent discount on implants or whatnot um they could get that right from you uh you're basically eliminating that middleman um but then at the end of the day the patients hugely like, benefit from that because now they're able to get that treatment that they need um in a kind of a wrapped up affordable package hey 300 bucks for the year you know that's fantastic i get my cleanings i get my teeth checked out like that's so important like you know your 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 oral health is just so fantastically important that you don't really appreciate it until something goes wrong. And so some offices actually include emergency exams in with their packages as well. And so it's a fantastic thing for them because now the offices can control what type of uh, pricing that they're going to have. They, can, they don't have to deal with all the type of billing and paperwork and claim forms and other things that, that kind of the headaches that go along with the insurance, um, you know, the red tape, so to speak. But then at the, you know, at, on the other side of the equation, you know, the patients are benefiting from getting that affordable dental care. And then now they could get that treatment that they need because they're getting 20% off. They're saving a couple hundred bucks off the crowns, you know, that they, that they may not even been covered for in the first place um, through their normal insurance plan. So uh, it makes a lot of sense uh, in that way. And then the final leg of it where we do services, um, that is just essentially what you've seen in, in the past uh, couple of years. I mean, you've seen an explosion in uh, services like Smile Direct Club, right? How many, how many services out there? You see Smile Direct Club, there's uh, a couple other ones like Bite and, and uh, a couple other ones out there, but there are a lot of doing the same thing. And why are they all doing that? Did you ever ask yourself that question? And, and you know, people look at them, they say, oh, you know, Smile Direct Club, um, you know, we, we look at it like, like some, a lot of the clinicians will look at it and say, well, the, it's, it's maybe not the best, uh, the best, effort being put into examining the patient beforehand and for conditions and then the results may not be you know what they what they're expecting but 
ultimately, when you look at what they've done for the industry, you could you could say clinically that they that they may not be you know up to snuff for for you who've been practicing for ten years or whatnot. But when you look at what they did for the industry as a whole, they've opened up this this basically this 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 opportunity for everybody to kind of participate. They've shown the world that there are so many more people who need help straightening their teeth than you would have ever thought. I mean, I, I believe. And I, I could be wrong about this. I probably have to check into the statistics, but I believe it was under five percent was the was the total market five uh, percent of the population that is the total market that Align, who, who creates Invisalign, was was the total market that they've ever anticipated being being out there. Since Smile Direct Club has done this and offered the online version of of hey, click it and buy it and be done with it. Um, since they've done that, they've estimated now that it's up to a third of the population, which is massive. I mean, you're talking about the difference between a couple million people versus, you know, a hundred million people. And that opens up the market to so many people. You even see vans driving around now at this point who are offering like at home uh, uh, straightening and, and different services like that. Um, it, there's a huge demand for it. And um, what will we do, it, how this relates back to what we do at the store is that we give you the ability to offer those services. When you break down what Smile Direct Club does, um, they, they do it very well. It's, it's difficult to emulate, but we've essentially kind of given you the same opportunity. Hey, you could go up to your site and, and you could click on, hey, I want an ortho console. Click buy, buy now. You know, you pay your 99 bucks, you go in for your smile, like with Smile Direct Club, it's, you go in for a smile scan, right? Um, and, and when patients do that, they're finding that about seven out of 10 people um, opt for that treatment, that couple thousand dollar full on clear, clear uh, aligner treatment. Um, so they're having a 70% conversion rate. If, if your office uh, wanted to do something similar, you can now because you could say, hey, here's your ortho console, $99. Come on in. Show them what their teeth are going to look like. Scan, you know, and then show them what their teeth are going to look like. And people are, you know, they're going to be impressed and they're going to walk out of there seven out of 10 times the same way. I mean, you're talking about a multi-billion dollar company that has just shown you the path forward of what you can do. And, and you look at other things out there when you see like new patient specials on, on, on sites out there, um, you know, uh, a lot of the stuff isn't purchasable, right? whitening, you know, it's not purchasable. You, you have to kind of like call up the office and do things like old school. Um, you know, what people want now is they, they, at midnight, you know, that's when I have time to look around. Ooh, I want whitening. I'm going to get this for my wife. Click, you know, Ooh, I want, you know, that new patient special. I've been meaning to get there. Click, buy. And then I schedule it, you know, online. It, it, there's online schedulers now. So you could literally purchase, schedule, and get into the office without ever even talking to someone. And that's huge. Um, and that's really what, what, what you kind of extrapolate from the Smile Direct Club model. And so that's essentially how we help patients three ways, products with home care, uh, you know, services in the office, uh, you know, uh, kind of an alternative for those who don't have insurance and third, uh, buying those services in a convenient manner. That's awesome. Yeah. I always hear that from my friends. They're like, I don't want to call on the phone and schedule. Or like you said, people just want to be like, people love online shopping. So it's, it's a great, great idea Crazy. and great system you guys have yeah. going there. I guess one quick question about the e-commerce before I move on to the next thing I wanted to talk about. Are the e-commerce products strictly like patient add to cart and then they're delivered to the patient or do they buy these products at the dental office or it could be both? How does that work? It's both. It's so, you know, you recommend the products at your office like, hey, you know, you need this water pick, you know, the, uh, you need some sort of oral irrigator. Hey, you, you know, you want to you get that today? It'll be it'll arrive at your house tomorrow or the next day or whatnot. Um, and they place the order for them right then and there. The other thing is like, you know, hey, you want some more information about the product that we just talked about, you know, you could really benefit from this. 
Um, and I think you're going to see a huge difference in terms of, uh, of your gum line and things like that. Um, and, and so you send them an email about it. You send them a, a note, you know, a text message saying, Hey, I, I think you should get this product, but it's all coming from your, your, your store. And so the patient just puts on it, purchases it at home, you know? So either way, the purchase, the purchase can be made either in the office or at home. It could be shipped to the person's home, but we've had instances where, pay, where, where the office wants to have it before the patient arrives to their next appointment. So we'll ship it there. If that's something that they want to, maybe they want to show them how to use it or whatnot. So it's, it's perfectly, uh, you know, acceptable to do that. But uh, a lot of it is driven from the, you know, people like to just get it shipped to home. Pretty convenient. Mm-hmm, that makes sense. So I guess since we already talked about how dental stores can be beneficial for patients, of course, people listening want to be the dentist. So how is it beneficial for the providers? So in, in many of the same ways that I told you about, um, but it goes even beyond that. You have to think about it like, look, when you go out to be a dentist, right? Like, of course, you might start as an associate, but eventually the, the holy grail of dentistry is like, you get to hang out your own shingle. And I think that that's where the, that's, that's, that's one of the, the most attractive things about this entire dentistry as an industry. It, it's kind of, you're, you're merging like two halves of a mind that should never be merged, which is a clinical mindset and an entrepreneurial mindset. When you mash those two things together, you get a dentist. That's essentially what you get. And, um, and it's a very difficult, like trying to find line to walk, walk, but essentially you have to go then hang out your own shingle, start your own, uh, start your own dental practice. Or a lot of people do because they want to, they want to, uh, ex- you know, earn that, that, that extra, uh, income and whatnot. But, um, but basically once they do that, now there's a whole host of problems that you have to think about. How do you engage your patients? How do you get them to come back? How do you market to them? How do you, you know, help them uh, when they, you know, if you're only seeing them twice a year for cleanings, like they're going to forget about you, especially in days in today's day and age of Instagram, like people don't, you know, like they're not thinking about dentistry all the time. And they don't think about it. It's one of the, one of the, I think the, the, the biggest things that you'll find out there is, and most, most people in the industry know this is like when people don't call until they have a problem. Right. And it, that you, you kind of want to get away from that. You want people to kind of be engaged and, and participate in it. And so what this does um, when, when you either sell them a membership plan or when you sell them products or offer them products, you, you kind of engage them on so many different levels and, and you become that, that kind of that, that center of their oral care universe type thing, right? Like you become that hub for them. So instead of going out and looking at like, um, you know, I'm going all over the place here, but you can go out and look at like Kim Kardashian or whatever that the current, the current social media star is, you know? Uh, one of many, and there's nothing wrong with them. They're fantastic individuals. They're so super good at what they do. But at the end of the day, Kim Kardashian is not a dentist. You are a dentist. But if Kim Kardashian goes out and recommends a toothbrush, a million people go out and buy it. But you, dentist, it's like you, all you, you recommend a product and you hear like crickets, you know? It shouldn't be that way. You should kind of want some interaction there, especially like even their hygiene department. Um, so I think that this, what this does is it gives you that extra layer of engagement with them so that you can engage them outside the office during that interim in between appointments. But it also, um, it also helps engage them just to you. Like, Hey, you're the expert. Like I'm not going to go looking online for these other things. Like you go to YouTube and like <laughs> you have some dude out there, like telling you how to like fill your teeth in your basement. Like I, you know, I don't know. Like, is that a good, idea? there was a TikTok like recently, like this just, this literally just happened. Now I'm recalling there's a TikTok where someone was buying these plastic beads. Okay. Plastic beads. And they were melting them down and using them as like denture type type things or t- filling type things on their teeth. This is a thing. And 
hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people are watching these things and getting advice from these people and then going out and doing it. And, it, you know, not to say that, that the people can't go and watch those things and, and do whatever, but you, you don't have to go out and, and to be that million, million view star, but you should at least have your voice out there. So it's a voice of reason. So people could go and see what the real solution is. And it's certainly not plastic beads. You buy off eBay and just, you know, melt down and pop into your teeth. It's so weird. Like, I don't even know where you come up with it, but anyway, it is a thing. It's what, it's what's happening out there. Um, and so you have to have a way to combat it. Right. And, and, and you want to be relevant. You want to be in people's, you know, range of sight so to speak and this gives you that vehicle to do it look at all the greatest companies out there right all the all the the big companies that you see out there you could i could name you three trillion dollar companies they all started with products right amazon apple you know like they're they, these these companies out there they start with products and then they establish that influence and then they move into services um what essentially you're doing is you're you're already in services and you're establishing yourself on the products and so it's there's an engagement there that people just take you know they don't really know about it's a very subtle thing but it's huge it's to be very very huge for your office and if you look at yourselves like you're saying no one wants to call people on the phone you want to click it and buy it that is right in line with it you know your patients want to do the same thing so you send them a text message hey here's what that thing you need go get it i think you're going to be surprised i did it myself the other thing that ends up happening is that um, my, my hygienist said, Oh, look, you know, you need a uh, water pick, right. You know, water floss or whatever. And so I went out, I actually got it based on her recommendation. I loved it. I was so excited to get to my next appointment. That's another thing that it's doing. It's not just saying, Oh, I'm more relevant now, but now it's like, now it's like a challenge. Like, Oh my gosh, I just did this for six months straight. Like I feel awesome. And I can't wait to show you. And I, you know, passed my gum test with flying colors when I got back to the hygiene appointment. But there's nothing to replace that feeling of wanting to get to that appointment. There's nothing to replace that feeling of being engaged. So, so from, from the dentist standpoint, it's a way to market and engage to your patient. That's just through that, that, the, the, uh, the store channel of, of products. But when you look at it from the broader thing of taking a look at membership plans and services, um, when you're, when you're interfacing with your pa uh, patients directly and they're getting their services through you and you have a membership plan that they're dedicated to, look, they can't go out and see another dentist, right? you've established some sort of subscription. You basically turned your office into a subscription. You're, you become the subscription. You become that service that they're paying every month. Um, people have them set up monthly. Um, it's not the insurance company that's in control of your destiny. destiny. It's you, the office office person, you know, the person who owns the office. And so um, when you have that direct control of it, you could put the prices, you could put the discounts, you could really manage it so that it provides the best value to your patients um, while providing the most value to your office as well. And, and in that sense, you're not losing a chunk of it. When you look at your insurance write-offs, I, I dealt with, a, with an office recently who's just like, you know, th their insurance company sent them, and this is something you guys are going to have to deal with. Their insurance company had sent them a letter saying, hey, um, it was over the summer of COVID, and they said, hey, you know, we're going we're gonna to decrease your reimbursement rates or increase your rates, basically, you know, so, um, so, so look, you're going to not get it paid as much. And he was so angered by that. He literally went through like five or 10 years of his history. And he looked at all the write-offs he had from insurance. And he's like, it was millions and millions of dollars. He's like, I saw that. He's like, I'm done with it. No more. And he went, started his own uh, 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 membership plan, which is also called a savings plan in some, some uh, ways in some parlance or whatnot. But basically he started that up. And then he, now he's just focusing on that. And he's trying to get his insurance, insured people, you know, look, we're going to be dropping this insurance. And we're going to be going here. It gives you an alternative. So from the office standpoint, it doesn't provide that lock-in. It gives you act, it gives you control over things. And if you think about it logically, who should be in control of care? It's not 
some guy in insurance, you know, they're, they're fantastic at what they do. They're, they're, these companies are great at marketing. They're great at providing a lot of value to the patients, you know, in the past, but now you have the capability of doing something similar and, and really, should they be in charge of it? Probably not. It should be the clinician interfacing with the patient, not a, some corporate uh, entity or individual who is, who is genuinely nice and, and, and concerned that they are, they may not be aligned with that clinical aspect that you guys see uh, when you actually examine their mouth. So um, you're taking that out of the equation. So that's putting that into control. And when you look at it to membership plans, um, people are going to get uh, more, they're going to uh, have more case acceptance with that too. A bottom line, when you look at it from any angle, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, if you do one thing when you get out of school and, and, and you're starting your own business, if you want to start your own business, your own dental office, set that up right from the beginning. Set your store up, set, set, set yourself apart by having a membership plan at the beginning. And you, you know, maybe you do it by hand in the beginning. Maybe you don't go out and get a software package or whatnot, but whatever, whatever it is, start, you know, working with your patients on that level. Let them see your brand all the time. Let them see it more than twice a year. Let them be subscribed to you. Let be helpful to them in, in more ways than just, Hey, I got to go to the dentist twice a year. People are going to cancel those appointments, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I thought of a couple of questions while you were talking do you find that in these practices that start using dental stores, that patients that did have insurance choose to like not take their insurance through their office, like through their employment anymore, and then they just do the membership plan? So sometimes we, we don't know that level of detail, but mm-hmm. sometimes I imagine that that is the reality of it. If they can, if they can, if they can drop that component, if it's optional, but sometimes it's locked in, like, look, you get your medical and your, and your dental. Um, but they don't have to use their insurance. That's the bottom line. And maybe they find this to be a better value, right? Um, and so that's where that comes into play. Like, look, I'm not going to even bother with this. I'm just going to, you know, pay out of pocket and, and pay, you know, buy the membership plan because guess what? I'm, I'm actually saving money at that point, you know? Mm-hmm. So if it comes bundled, you know, that they have an option to, to kind of work around that. But mm-hmm. so yeah. I think. It seems like an office, it would make the most sense, like you were saying, if they are transitioning to start doing a membership plan format that they, like you said, would kind of start dropping certain insurances and like really upselling this idea to their patients. So are most of these practices, do you think like fee for service because they don't end up taking any other insurances or? So that's their goal. I don't, okay. you know, there's, it's very difficult to, to achieve that, but uh, there are, uh, you look at like Paul Goodman from Dental Nachos, his goal, I mean, he stated it on there. This is his goal. He, by 2024, he wants to have like a full fee, full on fee for service office that does nothing but their, their membership plans and that's it. Um, so it is attainable. Uh, it's definitely something that people are trying to do and they're cutting down the amount of insurance that they're now taking. Um, and so, yeah, you know, only time will tell, right. As, as to how it all plays out, but I, it looks, it looks good from, from my perspective. I, I, I don't see any end to it. I don't, I really, I, I think that that's what you see a lot of, right? Like if you, if you look at, you know, I know that you guys are like a probably younger set that's listening to this, but, but if you kind of take a, uh, take a broad look at what has happened in the decade or two in the past with the internet, it is disintermediated. That's, that's generally the, the broad consensus of what it's done, right? It's disintermediated. You look at, look at hotels, right? What, what do you think of when you think of hotel? Airbnb, the largest hotelier in the world, right? Not, they're not, um, it's not Marriott and it's not these, it's not Hyatt, it's Airbnb. Like these, they have taken it over. 
you look at, um, you know, media, uh, Spotify, right? Your, your episodes are on Spotify now, right? Where do people get their music now? Spotify, right? They, they, maybe they used to listen to the radio. Maybe they used to do other things, but now boom, it's direct to the consumer, right? Direct to the person, right? And so you don't have to go to, there's not that middle person. Um, you look at uh, even taxi services, right? Like Uber, right? Like now it's going, hey, you don't have to go to this, this sanctioned taxi service that was given a medallion or whatever. Look, hey, you got a car, you want to make money, let's do it, you know, and boom, that's the way it is. And, and so the broader perspective of you look at the past couple of decades and see what has happened, that has been the general movement of things. And this is what will, and eventually, in my, my opinion, will happen with the dental industry as well. You know, people want that individualized care. People, people, want, people are looking at care now the same way they look at products. So it's, it's consumerism, right? It's, it's that in a nutshell. It's a very old term, but it's what they've been predicting for ages is now actually happening in real life. People are choosing it based on price, convenience, things like that. And so when you're faced with all that competition out there, you want to have something that stands out. And this is, this is your way of doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. So what's kind of the basic process for someone if they wanted to get their practice using dental stores? So um, basic process is you sign up, uh, you know, uh, then we uh, set up your store for you. Basically it's like instant type thing. You could have plans and a store pretty much instantly uh, when you sign up, but um, but some people like to do a little bit more customization. So we'll, we'll set it up for them. Um, it's ready to go. And then they'll do what's called like a training and an onboarding type process where, you know, we'll have a couple meetings with them, train their staff, um, and basically, uh, kind of customize it the way they, they see it being useful to their office. Some of them want to have, they focus on different specialties. So they want to have, you know, products not categorized by like toothpaste, but they want to say like implant aftercare. You know what I mean? Like that, that's the way they, they want, they want their patients to be able to go click on something or, you know, Dr. Joe's picks, you know what I mean? Uh, things like that. And so that's where we'll kind of get, get involved in that process, helping them customize that a little bit, but also if they have customizations to their plans, it's one thing that we, you know, we could help them during that detailing period of, of kind of making what they see uh, their vision being into reality on the digital, on the digital aspect, on the digital front. Right. That's it. And then, and that's it. You know, you kind of sit mm -hmm. back and, and kind of let it go. You know, I think, I think the biggest thing is having staff that that's willing to use it and believes in it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you could sit there and have a store and, and you could have this, as many products as you want out there, you know, on your website. But um, at the end of the day, if people don't know they exist or if people don't know your membership plan exists, it's, it's not going to work. So you, you know, there has to be some sort of staff involvement on that. Um, but most of the staff is just like, wow, you know, like, especially on the hygiene side or even on the dentist side. I mean, you guys want these people to, you know, your patients to have these products. It, it's so exciting for you to have that so that that's, that's, it, it ends up being utilized very well. Got it. So is this something that doctors are paying like a monthly fee for this service or is it like annual or kind of depends? Yeah, it just depends. I mean, we have kind of three different tiers that we work with them um, where you kind of get this like turnkey stock store at a very you know minimal price point. Um, and then you go to like a middle tier where you have some more customizations. Um, but, and, and then it goes to a higher tier where you could have like just unlimited customizations. Um, so we have three tiers, but, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it turns out to be a monthly fee pretty much, um, is, is what you're looking at. Yeah. And is there any kind of like commission or anything related with e-commerce or purely like just you're offering this to your patients. So indirectly it will boost your business. So, yeah, it's, it's funny you ask that because it's something I always forget because it's such like a, um, 
it's like a minor point. You know, people tend to like, oh, you know, I could I could go sell products and make billions of dollars. No, I got news for you. Like, that's, Jeff Bezos is the only one that's making billions of dollars, right? Like, he's, he's got it. He's got it locked down. So, um, but no, but like you're, you're making, you can make commissions off these off the products. So I, I sometimes forget it because there's so many other other benefits to it. But yes, you do make commissions off the products. Um, and ultimately, you use that to drive, you know, uh, you know, more engagement through patients, like patient care. You know, you give out freebies, you gift cards, things like that. Contests. Um, we've seen people just have pizza parties for their staff, things like that. So, uh, you know, you get creative with it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, at the end of the day, uh, most people, no matter what the, the the dollar component, what I've always seen ends up being happening is that the clinicians and the hygiene teams all. all Everybody involved is so excited to have that engagement that that becomes the focus of it. It's less about the monetary uh, aspects of it than the fact that Tom is so excited to get into his appointment because he wants to show me these things and like, or that Tom came back and said, I feel so good because thank you for that recommendation. Like it's helped me out tremendously. My, I feel like less swelling or whatever it might be, you know, like, or my breath is fresher or whatever, whatever my, my teeth are whiter, you know, um, when, when someone comes back and gives you that like, thanks, like that is worth it's weight in, you know, dollar bills. So, uh, you know, just depends on, on how you look at it, but yeah, the commission component is there. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I was just curious. Um, I guess one last thing we can't, you kind of already touched on this, but where do you see like the future of dentistry moving and how do you think this system that you're offering kind of plays into that? So I think the future of dentistry is going to look like the future of a lot of businesses out there. I mean, look at the car industry, right? What has happened in the last year in car industry? If you're paying attention to any type of economic stuff or any type of finance stuff, car, you know, Carvana and all these other companies, like they are, uh, you know, people used to come into the showrooms. Now people are buying it online. People like to do things online. Like you just said, like you know, people don't want to call, you know, some people want to call, but that's, and that's fine. And some people like to text and there's people that just want to click it and be done with it. So I think that having that aspect, you, you really have to, I, I think that dentistry is going to be a multi-channel uh, front, just like everything else is. You're going to have to have a physical component, obviously, clearly, you have to see their teeth and stuff like that. But people want the ability to do teledentistry. People want the ability to get stuff at home. People want um, the ability to kind of have that option, that additional connection point with you to get whether it's products or services or whatnot. Um, you know, you look at what Smile Direct Club has done, that's only going to get bigger. You look at what uh, the teledentistry boom has done, that's only going to get bigger. You look at what Amazon's done with products, that's only going to get bigger. So, um, you know, what do you think is going to happen? Right. It's, it's going to go that way, it's, whether you accept it or not. And it's, it's funny, like, you know, I, I look at it. One of the, one of the things that some people have asked, and I think that this might've been something that you wanted to ask too. And I'm probably going to, I just asked it myself, but basically it's like, who is this kid for? Like what, what type of offices would, would benefit from this? Right. And I think when you look at that, it's like, uh, every office would benefit from this. If you don't do this, like why, like you just saw off your hands at that point, just go, you know, stick your head in a hole. Like there's no, why, like, why do you, why are you in business at that point? Because you don't want to interface with your patients because you don't want to provide that care for them outside of the office because you don't want to provide the convenience. It makes zero sense. And so just, if you look at the future of it, if you look at the now of it, everything is happening right in front of your face. It's just hard to see. Um, but in five years, uh, it's estimated that 75% of the workforce is going to be millennials. That statistic alone should say something to you like, Millennials love to do stuff online. If you don't offer stuff online, something well, not going to be pretty, right? So that is where I see the future of it going. I, I, I just, I don't understand why anybody wouldn't want to do this, I guess is, is my thing. Because it just makes a lot of sense. And that's, that's 
ultimately it's going to be everybody's opinion at some point. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. And that's why I was so excited to have you on here today, because I feel like there's not that much education about the fact that this exists. And I hope this will inspire a lot of people and get people excited to do this one day when they get in their own practices, or if they're currently practicing, who knows who's listening, but um, hey, you know, go to an associateship, right? Mm -hmm. You got an associateship, tell them that you want this, right? Say like, look, I heard about this great thing. I think we should do that. Be the person that spearheads that, be the person that's indispensable to that office. So, you know, and it it might just make your career uh, blossom even faster, right? Because Mm -hmm. now you're helping, you know, offices grow on the business end, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So what's the best way for people to get in touch or to follow along with what you guys are doing? Sure. So uh, you can go to dentalstores.com, obviously, and and view us that way, dentalstores.com slash dentists. Um, And then uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you could do sales at dentalstores.com. You know, if you have any questions or whatnot, or just want to, you know, understand a little bit more about the service, feel free to reach out. Uh, And also we have a phone number for all those people who don't like to call um, 1-800-746-7657. But, you know, contact us. Just get in touch with us. Mm-hmm. Dennis. Great. Thank you so much for today. I really appreciate it. All right. So that is the end of this week's episode. Thank you so, so much for listening in. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something new. Be sure to check out Dental Stores if it's something that you're interested in or something that you want to learn more about if you are still in dental school. And like I said, next week's episode is going to be a solo episode titled Why Dentistry. So I hope you're looking forward to that and I'll talk to you next Monday.